So do you know what I find annoying? What? Norwegians traveling. podcast about being a woman today. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mad. This is Christine and Maria. In this podcast, we are talking about Botox. Our conversation should not be taken as medical advice. If you have any questions about these topics, please consult your GP or another professional. Why is that? Can you elaborate? So the thing is that like in airports, for example, so Norwegians are like, we have such a big country and we are so few people. So for that reason, people are like spreading out, like literally in the airport, just like walking along, like right, left, wherever on a long line. But then when you're anywhere else in the world, people have this knowledge and they know that when you're walking in a you know steady pace, you keep to the right. And then anyone that is needing to go in a faster pace, they can pass you on the left side. And this also goes for the escalator. If you are just standing there or walking slowly, you keep to the right so that everyone else can pass you on the left side. But in Norway, people do not know that or they just don't do it. And it's so unnerving. Like seriously, people just walk to the right, let people pass on your left, just keep your antennas out. driving in England isn't that right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I'm driving with my husband I'm never driving alone I've never driven alone yet I haven't driven alone yet in your all fairness you got your license you know not so long ago so it was a big victory for me since it's been a long long process (laughs) yeah a lifelong process and then you got it in England of all places (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it was easier to get it here than in Norway, but um, I don't know if it's just because they had more lessons here. Yeah, you don't need to do that all driving on ice and driving in the darkness kind of thing that we do no, here. No, but I didn't find those things hard. I don't know why I failed twice in Norway. <laughs> I mean, I do know. They gave me the reasons. <laughs> I drove behind a big trailer and I didn't pass him. I, I just kept behind him. The other thing was, I was on like this country road and I positioned myself, it was raining in really bad conditions. I positioned myself a little bit in the middle of the road and you could see far, far ahead. So I thought that was like the safest thing to do. It wasn't uh, considered to be a good decision making from the guy who passed or failed the test. So, But no, I, I passed it. So that's great. 
So, from driving in England to our topic today, are we going to talk about relationships? Are we going to talk about anal? Are we going to talk about, I don't know. (laughs) Anal? (laughs) Please don't. I'm pregnant. I can't handle it. (laughs) Or shall we talk about beauty treatments? I mean, you know, we are almost, I'm so sorry to say this out loud, we are almost 40. And something is occurring to me in beauty treatments, like beauty treatments, injections, Botox, fillers. I'm getting questions. You're getting questions? I'm getting what questions from people like, are you considering it? Shouldn't you do it? Did you not do it already? That's kind of rude. I know. It's so rude. And I, I mean, I wasn't prepared for this. I, I wasn't prepared to like, you know, take these kind of considerations. Do I have an opinion about it? And then the other day I heard from someone that had been going to the dentist. So hear this. They were going to the dentist and the dentist had very kindly suggested why they wouldn't take Botox, which this dentist also offered. Really? At the dentist? Mm, that's very practical. That felt a little bit awkward to me. I think it's strange because I, I didn't think that those two professions had anything to do with each other. But there are a lot of things you can do with your teeth that aren't necessary. Mm-hmm. They still do it at the dentist. So have you been doing any Botox lately? <laughs> I saw your pictures from your weekend in Berlin. It looked really great and um, I didn't see any any wrinkles. No, and you know why? I'll tell you the secret. Because there is no lines in my face, you know? I'm born this great. Great. <laughs> Maybe you're born with it. I actually am kind of a baby face. But um, no, I didn't consider Botox yet and uh, or anything like that. But I realized that this is a topic within, uh, you know, our age group. Definitely. I mean, I so many uh, people I know have done it. And I think in a lot of the cases, you can't tell. Most cases, actually, because most people don't even talk about it. They just do it. And then you can sit there and wonder if they've done something because they don't have a lot of wrinkles, but you can never be sure, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's successful, I think, if you can't tell. And then you have other people who, <laughs> where it's, <laughs> Very clear <laughs> that they have done something. And I think that's not only Botox. Although I have seen some cases, if you take too much Botox, the thing is like, I would never do it. And I could never do it now because I'm pregnant. So you can't even do like a normal facial when you're pregnant. But I also think it's a bad idea to do it before you have a baby. Because the way you communicate with the baby when it's really small is through your face. And you show compassion yeah, and you you show your baby that you care and that you're worried or that you're happy, mm-hmm. and it becomes harder to show those feelings if your forehead is completely <laughs> <laughs> motionless. So I think it can be actually a problem. Young people who do a lot of Botox and then they have a baby and they don't have any way to show that baby their emotions. Interesting uh, for the future to see, you know, if there's like an increase in Botox use in, uh, you know, moms. I'm so happy. I'm so sad. I think it's in one way, it's good that people are starting to talk about it more openly, because if someone had like planning to cut their hair in a like really drastic look, you can easily ask your friend like, so I'm worried, thinking maybe to shave off all my hair. You would say, please don't, right? If you're a good friend, you would say, don't do it, Maria. You will look like something bad. (laughs) Sinead O'Connor. She's very pretty, and I think she got away with it. But uh, I wouldn't, definitely not. But the thing is, with these things, it's like some people, they go too far, and I don't think these people ask their friends. If you're a good friend and you have another friend who's taking it too far, you should say something. I totally agree. 
if it was you or someone really close to me, I, I probably would. Like, I probably would do it in a gentle way. Say something. You know this look where everything is supposed to look like a watermelon? Uh, what? No. <laughs> I feel like some people, that's the look they're going for. The watermelon look. Yeah. It's like the boobs should look like watermelons. The yeah. face okay. ends up looking like a watermelon because they pump it up so much so it's like the cheeks are completely round and then yeah. the lips are so swollen so it's like watermelon lips you end up looking like a clown if it strays too far from your actual look then maybe not i'm not against it i just think everything in moderation absolutely so how's it out in london i mean you guys live in wimbledon so how's it out in that area <laughs> i mean i see those posh women walking around in wimbledon village a little bit older women they have definitely had some things done to their faces it's in london in all in general it's very common yeah and that's you know kind of what i discovered now you know since people suddenly started asking me about it and, and like it seems to be a lot more common than i thought if you have someone who suggests something and that also might make you think that you need it yeah that's the thing right so if you go to the dentist and, and the dentist <laughs> that's a little bit mean <laughs> like hey what about those lines in your forehead you're a healthcare person i think you know seriously i thought that was very unethical when i heard it so you know i'm not gonna was that in norway i won't say it could have been norway it could have been uh holland you're very discreet i mean there's a lot of dentists in the whole country of norway <laughs> So it's not like you're outing anyone. How many people lives in Norway? Is it five million? Oh yeah. Well, I think we're closing in on six, maybe like five point five. I don't have the latest numbers to be honest. Prime Minister was very concerned that we weren't enough people and we needed. Yes, like begging. She was begging, you know, or not begging. She's really asking women to produce more children. Like, come on, like we need to have more yeah. inhabitants. Like, there's so many people on this planet. Like, you know. They are very welcome to come here. There's a lot of space. And she wants real yeah. Norwegians. What is a real Norwegian anyway? I mean, we're all blended, you know, from way back in the Viking ages, you know. They were all over the place and like That's true. It is true. Did so, they bring the women back with them? I'm sure they did. Mm. Why wouldn't they? Mm, I don't know. I will find out about this and get back to you. Yeah, well, what I'm wondering is like what do you think is the motivation for people like us, you know, to to want to do this kind of beauty, beauty treatments or take injections or anything like this. What, what is like the primary motivation? You know, when you're taking a photo, you think you're taking a photo of something like your kid, for example. That's like 99% of the time I'm taking a photo, I'm taking a photo of my kid. And so I'm mm -hmm. pointing the camera downwards. And then by some reason, it's got like a reflection mode on. So I take a picture of myself instead with my chin down, looking down, not prepared. That's a bad angle. That's a catastrophic angle. And if you yeah. see a picture of yourself like that, for example, I think pictures can be a trigger, you know, going through a bad phase with not a lot of sleep. And then you see pictures of yourself. You're like, oh God, who is that old woman <laughs> in the photo <laughs> or something like that, you know? I think pictures are definitely a trigger for not only beauty treatments, but also diets. Because mm. you can walk around thinking you are slim and then you see a picture of yourself and like, whoa, that's <laughs> big, <laughs> big thighs. I mean, this in this period, it's like, how far along are you? You're pregnant. so I don't know. need to take a picture or get that feeling. I can just walk by the mirror and then, whoa, congratulations. This is not a representative... <laughs> 
The other day, I tried to put on the pajamas, you know, pajama shorts. That's another sign that you're putting on weight when you like to start wearing clothes at night when you're sleeping. But pajama shorts? Come on. What's that? Like shorts? It's very comfy. Uh, usually, usually, it's very comfy because they're, you know, not super tight shorts. They're like got some room. But these ones aren't stretchy, so I, and I haven't used them in a while. And I was just putting them on, and then I was like, okay, take them off again. That's not pretty. That's not pretty. And I just put them away far, far back in the closet. Time passes so fast and I think it's really really sad to think that I'm not like young anymore and I think so the the urge to be young longer yeah is so strong and I think it's ultimately because we're afraid of dying the reminder of this deterioration and and this you're young in a very long time I mean you're young up until I think maybe until 40 then you're not young anymore course 40s are the new 20s come on yeah but are you like a young woman when you're 40 absolutely so young yeah great great that you're saying that but we kind of have to keep the faith and I I see what you mean though because I still feel young yeah I still feel like I'm 25 that's probably it like a lot of people do that and then they want to look 25 as well and then if there's an easy solution, then why not? Yeah, it's that incongruence, you know, that feeling you get when you look in the mirror and you're like, you feel 25, you look in the mirror, like, God, what's happened? Like, what's, it's not, image is not no. fitting with how you feel. But I think, you know, there's a lot of things you can do about that, you know, in the way you live and the, what you do and and that you can, there are many ways of feeling young. And- of course, I think if you work out and you will automatically feel younger because you feel better you feel lighter absolutely you know and revive a lot and if you feel good and the wrinkles won't mind that much <laughs> they don't judge you there's one wrinkle that i would definitely get rid of mm-hmm. uh, it's the one between the eyes i think that one is the one that is the worst wrinkle because you just look angry yeah but i mean is it a constant line you have or is it just like when you no i don't have it yet but uh so it's not there even no, but they say you have to start Botox before the wrinkles come. Yeah, because but that's where I feel a bit unsure. Like, yeah, I'm not sure either because I've seen some examples of people doing it and then it definitely helped. I guess it depends on how deep the wrinkles are. Or yeah, but I mean, it's like if people say, yeah, start in your 20s because it's like preventative. It's like That's crazy though, that starting is, at 20. It doesn't make any yeah. sense whatsoever. That's just a way of getting you hooked, you know? It's a poison, so... Some people get like a bad reaction, mm-hmm. like seriously bad reaction. Have you heard someone that, that had some something bad happening after they, they took Botox? Oh, yeah. So many. On, online, you can find like 100,000 examples. I'm not sure how credible they are, but I'm, sh- I'm sure some of them are true. But you can definitely have problems. You can have like, if you take Botox suddenly your eye your whole eye can you can get a lazy eye or you know you can yeah also look very tired I've seen some people look 
like not tired but more like they didn't care <laughs> so like I don't think I should do too much Botox for example in my forehead because I already feel like like I can sometimes look like I don't care so if I do Botox in on top of this look what do you mean you have a look that you don't care so like your expression like your resting bitch face like it's not a good thing if you're trying to make new friends you shouldn't have a lot of Botox that's not a good way to get to get acquainted so if someone tells you something really shocking you would be like oh wow that's so shocking and doing nothing with your face so it's not going to be credible at all Yeah, so that's that's the problem. It's gonna look like you're being sarcastic, you know. Yeah, that's not a good, that's not a good look. But I think again, that's if you do take too much, because there you have so many different muscles in your forehead. So I think for that to happen, you have to take it all over the place. Well, I do know one thing that Botox could be beneficial for, and that is for migraine. I think you can also use it to stop excessive sweating. I don't get it. Like where? So do you sweat more in the rest of the body then, or? This is a very interesting question. I think you need to figure this out. Yeah. Like how? Yeah. Where does so did the Vikings bring back the woman that they <laughs> pillaged? Or and if you stop sweating in one place, because you have the fluid inside your body, it needs to get out. Otherwise, it's dangerous. Is it dangerous? How it's very dangerous. If you can't sweat, that's super dangerous. But where where could you... Come on, give me some examples. Like, where could the sweat then potentially go if it's not in your armpits? Where would it go? Well, I mean, you're sweating everywhere. Yeah, You sweat on, on your lip, upper lip, for example. So maybe then it will start pouring out of the upper lip. That wouldn't be so nice. <laughs> and you know, you sweat between your breasts. You sweat on your back. You sweat all over the place if you get really warm. But I mean, sweating is really important. That's why it's so dangerous for little babies to get warm because they don't, they haven't developed sweating yet. So they can't control. That's how we control our own body temperature. True. Without sweating, we'd be overheated. So the conclusion is it's better to sweat. Although, I mean, some people have like excessive, like excessive, excessive sweat problems, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, I think it can help for them. Yeah. Yeah. Is this my next book? Botox heaven. How to get the perfect face through the right injections and stop sweating in the process. You don't need sweating. You don't need wrinkles. You only need Botox. <laughs>